It's week three. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by Line Star app, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go Line Star Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the pre-snap right here on the Line Star app. It is me, it is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and you know what that means. It's week three in the NFL, and we're going to take you through it NFL DFS style, courtesy of the Line Star app. So go get that Line Star app, go upgrade to the premium product, and get winning. The best tool site out there for DFS, I'm telling you, it makes life so much easier. It makes our show prep easier. And uh, look, I mean, it, it's just, I like easy. I like easy and effective things. This is what right. life is meant for, right, Bogman? I like simple. I like effective. And that's what we are. We're definitely simple. When you, when you <laughs> talk when you talk about Joey P and Scott Bogman, simple definitely comes to mind, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Hopefully simple Jack doesn't come to mind, but simple comes to mind. That's fine. But yeah, what we could really use is some reviews. So if you guys uh, could just, if we're helping you out at all, you can just take a couple seconds, throw us a review. Uh, wherever you're reviewing your uh, podcast, that would be awesome. So we'd appreciate that too. But Joe, I'm just glad that we've got players left to talk about because I wasn't <laughs> sure after last week. It was brutal. It was tough. It was very tough. And there's some giant traps this week because all of these new names where people are going, oh, this guy's so cheap and he's going to be in line for all of this. Listen, listen, okay? It's more important than ever now to target the guys that we believe in and trust because you could take a couple shots here and there sparingly in some tournaments but i'm telling you right now it's time to go back to the simple things because a lot of things have gone crazy in week two into week three a ton of injuries more injury every second there's an injury that sleeper app on my phone goes off every five seconds well this guy lost his thumb and this guy can't find his knee and it is terrible <laughs> uh unbelievable you know it's funny we had dr chow on the tv show and he told us that on average in the nfl you have two torn ACLs on average in a week. Isn't that crazy? That's the average. And I guess there were seven this week. Yeah, so it was yeah, a little higher than that. Something like 14% of uh, the NFL's torn ACLs happened this week. So uh, that was that was nuts. Yeah, I've, Dr. Chow's a good follow on Twitter. So I'd uh, lo- love to follow him to get like the uh, in-game reactions to the Twitter. It's much better than the uh, the armchair doctor. That's all. That's a knee. He's out for the year. Uh, yep, yep. No, no, no. Broken I love that guy. That's how I get all, I get all my prescriptions from that guy. You, yeah. That guy's bad. <laughs> I mean, none well, of them have labels. That, that, at least that guy's prescriptions are affordable. Well, you know yeah, what they're I mean? just like, orange bottles. None of them have labels on them. <laughs> and they all say medicine on it. Right, right. That's well, you say. know, medicine is the best medicine, what they say. So <laughs> what, what, what's better than, uh, you know, just a bottle that says medicine? Yeah. I know us, I'm getting it direct us. from the source. We're the best medicine. That's what we are. And uh, Bogman's right. Get out there. Look, pause the show. Give us a five-star review wherever you listen to the podcast. Subscribe to the pre-snap right here wherever you listen to your podcast. And even if you don't like us, give us a five-star review. It's 2020. Do something nice. I mean, come on. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. So good let's karma get after for it. you if you do. Yeah. That's right. That we it's, really it, want to help you. So pay it forward. Uh, yeah. You know? It gives right. you good karma. Maybe right. you'll get an extra touchdown. Maybe Joe will pick someone that'll score a touchdown this week. Oh, nice. so. pay, yeah, <laughs> very funny. Very funny guy. <laughs> pay, pay it forward. You know, like uh, one of the many good life lessons we've learned from Kevin Spacey <laughs> over the years. <laughs> pay it forward. All right. So let's let's start here and let's begin with Atlanta and Chicago. Boy, oh, boy. If you told me that one of these teams was two and oh, and one of them was Chicago, I would tell you you're drunk. But yes, the Bears are two and oh, and the Falcons are oh, and two. Uh, all right, let's start after it here. Um, Matt Ryan, look at seventy eight hundred. <clears throat> clearly, is a is a good price for for what you're getting him on Fanduel. Um, Todd Gurley, we all know, is so far not really showing up the way we hoped. And I don't know if this is the game where I want to get in the Todd Gurley business. Fifty eight hundred over on DK, sixty six on Fanduel. Uh, for me, let's start with the quarterback and the and the running back here. I, I understand the love for Matt Ryan, but Julio is dealing with uh, an issue right now, so we're not sure if he's going to play at the time of recording this, and he is very expensive, 7478 for him. By the way, Calvin Ridley has gone all the way up to 8K. I know we talked about it Tuesday, but you know what? I just want to say it again. So I hope you got in there on week one because we told you to get in there, and now you got to pay through the nose. Uh, he is 7200 on DraftKings. Gage is a good value continuously, though. 
51 and 56 respectively on the two sites. And then Hayden Hurst is 47 on DK, 40, uh, 57 over on FanDuel, right, if I'm seeing that correctly. So uh, my question to you, my friend, is how do you attack the Falcons here? Because Gage is a nice value. Ridley is shot way up. And I think there will be people that look at this and say, all right, well, the mindset is if Julio's out, that means more targets for everybody. But I'm always of the mind if Julio is in, it's better for all the, the secondary parties. Yeah, you know, this is a, a weird game because this is all offense versus defense here in this one. This is a, a bad offense versus a bad defense and a good offense versus a good defense, I think, in Chicago. So I don't know that I'm going to be, you know, if I have to pay up for a quarterback, I don't think it's going to be Matt Ryan. If I have to pay up for a running back, it's not going to be Todd Gurley. Julio's questionable. Um, you know, I think Calvin's probably a little too expensive at this point. So the only two buys I really see on Atlanta are Hayden Hurst, who's fairly cheap at tight end, and Russell Gage, who is uh, still continues to be cheap at wide receiver before 5,600, and Hayden Hurst 5,700 and 4,700 respectively on the different sites, you know, uh, FanDuel always being more expensive. So uh, I think those are the only two true buys that I would look at. I don't think I would look at anybody else this week for Atlanta. Yeah, I think Gage is a one-off is okay. The rest of it I might stay away from just a little bit. Bears defense I have some respect for, and you know, it's just it's tough, man. It, this is a tough one. This is this is not a game. I'm, oh, look, I've been very excited about the Falcons the first two weeks. God knows I, I have I've flapped my wings on television every time I've talked about the Falcons and their arm tackling, and I've made fun <laughs> of them, and I will. But I'm it, it, the same stance. I, I can't get excited about the Bears and DFS. Yeah, Allen Robinson's okay. There's a good floor there. 62 on DK, 69 on FanDuel. Okay, like in cash game, that's fine. I don't love it on the road as much. I, I can't get into the Anthony Miller business right now. Not in DFS. I'm sorry. I just can't. It's not a good investment. Yeah, he could have the one off, but I don't like the yeah, he could have. I like stuff that looks like it's going to be possible. David Montgomery looked sharp uh, last week, though. He is uh, 5,700 on DK, 61 on FanDuel. So your thoughts on Montgomery in this game? Because they struggle mightily against running backs, especially anybody who can catch the ball. And Montgomery actually caught the ball last week a little bit. So what are, what are your thoughts on him? Because he is slightly appealing to me, especially with uh, a slate that is bereft of some of the running backs we're used to seeing. Yeah, I mean, I, I like getting him in there maybe in a uh, you know as a cheap running back option uh, because he scored that touchdown last week, and he was fairly productive with a neck injury. He left and came back in this game. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm in on Montgomery as a buy. In fact, I, I, w- I wouldn't say he is – he's not going to be like my pick of the week or anything, but I think I'm going to try to get him in at least one lineup this week because I'm fairly confident in him against this, uh, you know – uh, however you want to say it, terrible Falcons defense. I'll just use the terrible the is kind. Version. That's kind. Uh, it's a kind version. one. Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll let you get away with the kind. It's terrible. Uh, I would say embarrassing, uh, laughable. There's lots of words for it. Yeah, I mean, uh, any synonym for choking, uh, you yeah, could throw in there. Right. God, man, it'd be a Falcons fan. It's tougher. Oh, that is tough. Woo, brutal. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, so let's go over to Buffalo, who's hosting the Rams this week. Um, Josh Allen. Do you realize that Josh Allen accounts? for more offense by himself than 22 other collective offenses right now, like <laughs> NFL offenses. How about that for a stat? You like that? Yeah, it's not that surprising. He did it week one uh, with his legs. He did it week two through the air. So, uh, you know, it, I think the schedule has been, they played Miami last week. Could they play week one again? I can't remember. Was it the Jets? Yes. So it, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, the schedule has been kind to say the least. So, uh, you know, this is a better matchup for them against the Rams. Yeah, a little bit tougher, that's for sure. Uh, but yeah, Josh Allen, this, look, you can still make a case for it. 69, I'm fine with it. 81, you're pushing the limit, and here's why, because I think you can get Cam Newton for a couple hundred dollars cheaper. He's just 77 over on FanDuel, and why wouldn't you take the $400 and spend it somewhere else? Because yeah. I think I think they're just about the same right now. I mean, in terms of value and return on investment. Um, Singletary and Moss, I'm going to punt on. I'm not even going to bother talking about them because I, I don't care for them in this matchup. Uh, but Stefan Diggs has been excellent. 7K over for him, 69 on the respective sites. John Brown at 57 on DK, 64 on FanDuel. And I'll tell you what, man, John Brown keeps catching touchdowns. He's kind of an under-the-radar guy. If you're looking to get a little different in terms of uh, roster percentage, that's the way to go. And I, I have to give Stefan Diggs a ton of credit, man, because I did not see this coming. He's been great the first two weeks. Uh, the question is, what do you feel about him against Ramsey this week? Nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's no buys the, the buck stops, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. There, there's no buys. Uh, you know, I think if you're gonna buy someone, 
maybe in a deep tournament. Gabe Davis scored a touchdown last week, uh, you know, the UCF rookie. Maybe you take a shot on him in, I'm talking a big tournament, and that's a big swing too. Uh, he's very cheap on both sides, but I don't want, you know, Brown would be the second best, but Knox is in uh, concussion protocol, I think, still. So I, I just don't want any part of this team. I don't tell you what, I'm not crazy about the Rams either. This, this kind of feels like a bit of a slugfest. Um, you know, Robert Woods is always a good value. He's 61 on DK, 66 on Fandle. We liked him last week. He got in the end zone last week. You know, Cup always has a good floor. 6,300 on DK for him, 71 on Fandle. Uh, Higby had three touchdowns, which you can't chase last week just because it happened right. last week. Um, Van Jefferson had some moments, too. Looks like he might be going past Reynolds. If you're looking for an incredible lineup builder, dart throw at 3,100 on DK in the full point PPR, I think you can make a case for him because that he's is a like, better dart throw than Gabe Davis. I would say I, he absolutely. He's expensive. a free square and, yeah. you know, a free square for Van Jefferson Jr. I, I'm OK with that. Um, but again, it's, you've really got to make sure you build that lineup then. Like you got to take advantage of that. Uh, what are your thoughts on Daryl Henderson? 54 on DK 58 on FanDuel Malcolm Brown dealing with a hand issue. Acres is out. He got the backfield all to himself, but in Buffalo, is that necessarily something you're still interested in? Not a good matchup. So I, I love the fact that he should be the guy in line for carries, but let's not forget he was hurt a couple weeks ago. So, uh, I'm not, I'm not supremely confident in him either. So uh, I think, like you mentioned, out of the, these two games, the buy here is Woods. That that's that's the one you could probably have. Uh, Cup, I would say, is affordable, but I don't want to. I don't want to mess with him. He's probably too expensive. There's someone else in his price range I'd rather have. So Woods is the one buy. I don't want anything else in this game as a whole. Okay, next year we got the Cleveland Browns hosting the Washington Redskins. The Redskins are missing a starting guard in this no, game. the who? The who? Oh, oh, in the oh, jar. You did it. Oh, you did in it. The jar. <laughs> the Washington football team. In the jar. Here we go. There it goes. In the <laughs> jar. All right. Continuing on. Son of a. Oh, all right. Anyway. Hey, everybody does it. So you know, you know I we... heard I heard a, a a very respected analyst, one that I respect quite a bit, who was on national radio. I just so happened to be in the car for 30 seconds the other day. <laughs> and he made a comment before this game uh, last week that you can't have Chubb and Hunt. There's no way you can own both of these guys in fantasy. You know, you're just it's it's terrible, and you certainly can't start them both. And I laughed. Uh -huh. I was laughing out loud when he said this. And I, a friend of mine, playing leagues with him, and I laughed. I was like, "What are you crazy? That's the dumbest thing I ever heard." And then that night, I know, but all I wanted back. to do was <laughs> all I wanted to do was like call the radio show the next morning and find to be like, "Hey, so uh, can you play both those guys?" Because listen, of course you can. Nick Chubb is tremendous. Uh, Kareem Hunt is tremendous. If they're going to keep doing this, where they're going to run Nick Chubb to death in the first half of the game and then let Kareem Hunt run over the whatever's left? Holy crap. That's that's tremendous. I want all of that. Kareem Hunt is 61 over on DK, 62 on FanDuel. Uh, Nick Chubb is 69 on DK, 78 on FanDuel. I want nothing to do with anybody else. I don't want Hooper. I don't want Beckham. I don't want Landry. I don't want Mayfield. I don't want anybody. I just want the running backs. And I'm willing to go for them. Now, there's better running back plays, but if you're just looking around for value, these guys are both good ROIs, in my opinion, especially Kareem Hunt more so, I would say, on the DK side, where you're saving about $800 between the two of them, and you're getting far more upside in terms of PPR. Mm, I, I'm going to I'm gonna lean. Uh, I, I think, uh, God, I, I think specifically in FanDuel, Hunt is a much better value. But I think in, in DK, I think they're close enough to where I would lean Chubb because I think he's going to get the touchdown. So, uh, or more likely to get the more touchdown. More likely, always more to. likely. But let me right, tell you right. something. Kareem Hunt looked real good Thursday. Oh, yeah, he, he, he looked so good that I don't understand why he signed an extension. Like, what, what are you doing? Like, you, you could go and cash in. If you have games like that next year. I think he's just glad that someone picked him up. I guess. So, I guess. Yeah. You know what? Paint, uh, paint, it, paint it forward. I, would I say, guess. So. I guess so. Uh, I, I don't have any love for the Washington football team this week. I got uh, it's a good love. I, I, I don't have any. Here. I don't have any. No, no. no, no how what, about, did, did you see what CJ, you, you see what CJ Uzama and Drew Sample did in their, in their comeback? I did. Against Cleveland. And, oh, and I, Logan I Thomas. Sample everywhere. Logan Thomas still cheap. Uh, you he was know, disappointing uh, last week a little bit. I got to say, a little disappointed. He's still, he's still getting I know targets, it was on the road. 
he's on the road. And he's still going to get targets. I mean, uh, Terry McLaurin cannot be the entire offense every single time. So, uh, but, but, you know, talk about return on investment. I, I think Terry McLaurin just every single week is a dude that you can count on to get five catches, you know, You're whether a, that's there's a high floor there with him. That's a yeah, weekly exactly. floor. That's very, could be, you know, could be five for 50, could be five for 150 in a score. So you don't know what you're going to get. So uh, I, I love Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson had a surprising amount of He's snaps. He's getting better. You know, I talked about yeah. him on the show today. And I said, you know what, if you're looking for some buys and some trades right now, there's a guy who might be starting to figure it out as he, you know, starts to get more comfortable. And that would be an interesting guy. Not so much 34 you know, carries in, in college. Yeah. That's right. what he Not had. so much in September, but like when we start to turn the page into mid October, this is a guy by then, you know, and this is, this is why you, you buy now on certain guys because yes. yeah. you know, this is why you buy on Deandre Swift. I, I got in a conversation today about, well, shouldn't you wait until you have some clarity? Like why? So I'm going to wait until Peterson He's gets cut. Oh, I'm going to yeah. wait until carry on Johnson gets traded. no, no, do it now while everybody's there and it's a big giant cluster. And then a couple of weeks, you anticipate the Lions still being bad. And then Swift's the guy. I mean, yeah. come on, this is easy. All right, let's let's. Anything else here for your Washington football no. team? No, no, okay. no, no. Don't wanna, don't, don't wanna, label me my Washington football. Your 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 favorite team. You want to give them a name? Let's give them a name. You know my favorite name for them. <laughs> the Red. I Tails. like the Washington Justice. I want to call them the Justice. Okay, That's Justice. Not bad. The DC Justice, and it's a gavel with a football. That's what Isn't I want. That, what was their XFL name? The Defenders or something? DC Defenders? Yeah, some stupid is that what it was? crap like that. I don't like the Defenders. <laughs> it sounds like a video game from Atari. How about just like something not racist? How about that? That's all <laughs> That's we it, want. The Washington not racists. <laughs> <laughs> the Washington Wokes. How about oh, that? I was going to say, go. you beat me to it. The Washington Woke. Just the Woke. <laughs> just the Woke. You can't pluralize it. The and what is it? Woke. It's just like, you know what it is? It, the, 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 I've got the symbol. I've totally got the symbol. On, on the helmet. You ready for this? It's just uh, a silhouette of we're a beard. Get canceled? No, no, it's gonna be fine. It's a hipster <laughs> with a beard. It's like a hipster with like one of those ah, long, perfect beards. Yeah, just a silhouette of his face. That's what it is. That's yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it, that yeah, that's already the Portland logo. But, I guess. Uh, and on the other side of the helmet, it's just the Twitter uh, symbol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, uh, let's move on here to the Vikings, who are zero and two and oh, sinking fast. Let me tell you, the oh. Viking ship does not look good. They're gonna host the Tennessee Titans. Uh, I love Dalvin Cook in this game. I love it. He's doing everything, and and you know what? He's the man in a in a slate that's got no Saquon, no CMC, no Aaron Jones because of the night game. You're taking away a lot of pieces. No Clyde Edwards-Alaire because of Monday Night Football. Dalvin Cook is a running back worth paying up for. Seventy six on DK, eighty six on Fanduel. I'm okay with paying up for Dalvin Cook. It's not hard to do. The rest of the Vikings, I don't want anybody else. I'm not screwing around with these guys because Kirk Cousins, as I said the other day. On the Black Book Show, he is the human super spreader event. He spreads the football <laughs> everywhere to people that do not play on his team. He just shows up and it just spreads around. And I have zero faith in them. I hope they get right, but I don't want anything else except Dalvin Cook. Make it Dalvin Cook for me. That's all yeah, I want. You can't, you can't take anything else right now. Not with Kirk Cousins playing so unbelievably horrible and ruining my upset pick, Kirk Cousins. I thought he was going to take. Oh, ruined, oh he ruined my parlay. I, yeah. I got the, I got the stupid Giants cover right. And I had a, this is so dumb, right? But I did it because it was fun. I had a five game parlay and I got four of the things right. The only thing I got wrong is a stupid Minnesota Vikings could not beat the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, really? Uh, well, and that team changed completely. And we'll talk about that on the wagering yeah. tomorrow, of course. But, uh, you know, I thought Kirk Cousins going to take his second half against Green Bay, put it over a whole game. But no, he took that turd of a first half and spread it over a whole game last week. So uh, I have no confidence in him until I see him rock again. So it's Dalvin Cook, and that's it. I'm waiting for the Vikings D to have respect for themselves. And you know what? So far, they haven't. And I don't know if that changes. And you know what? That building without the noise is no advantage anymore. It used to be a huge advantage in that building because it's loud there. Holy crap, is it loud? It's like <laughs> Seattle you, loud. Do you see the Twitter thing that said uh, scoliosis, but it was the SKL? <laughs> yeah, clever. I like that. Uh, holding his... Head in his hands with a Vikings jersey on. That's scoliosis. I like That's that. I, I'm going right back to the well with the Titans, though. Uh, Tannehill and uh, I mean, one of our favorite stacks last week was Tannehill and John o. Smith together. And boy, oh boy, was yeah. that good. John o. Smith is 52 on DK, 56 on Fandle. Beautiful pricing. Terrific. Uh, Brown's going to be out again. So plenty of targets to go around. 
Do you want to mess around with Corey Davis? He's still pretty cheap. 52 on DK, 53 on FanDuel. Derek I do Henry. hate his guts, but he is affordable. And, and A.J. Brown may not play this week, which means, you know, tournament plays. Uh, Adam Humphreys isn't the worst Humphreys, swing either. 39 or, on DK. Very You know what? If you really are afraid of Van Jefferson, which is fair, there's, you know, yeah. for $800 more, you can add Adam Humphreys. And I think he on a full point PPR, he can get you double digits. No yeah. doubt. Yeah, especially if, you know, A.J. Brown's still a little up in the air right now, but doesn't look like he's going to play. So no, he's um, not playing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he is either. And so yeah. not a bad play either at 5,900 on DK and 74 on Fandle. No, the Vikings are having secondary problems, man. You know, uh, dancer had secondary problems last year. Xavier Rhodes stunk and they thought, well, that's the problem. And then he, they got rid of him and guess what? It's gotten worse. Well, they drafted, they got two rookies, you know, Jeff right. Gladney, they took in the first round and they have Cameron Dancer. I think it was a third round pick. So, uh, oh, dancer, Cameron dancer. <laughs> Dancer got uh, torched by Green Bay in week one, and it didn't play this week. Gladney uh, wasn't much better uh, in the game, and he led the Vikings uh, CBs in snaps last week. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think these are playable assets for Tennessee, for sure. All right, let's move on to the next one here. New England hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Las oh, Vegas right about good. that one. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> We got that one. We got the Raiders pick right. So, <laughs> wow, well, okay. uh, small Joyce, right? <laughs> <laughs> got to take, got to take something. So, yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, yeah. So, uh, look, I, I'm not. You know, the Raiders are maddening because last year they played up to their competition, down to their competition, and this should be a game where they play up to it. But I just have very little trust. Darren Waller, you can always go with 57 for him on DK, 66 on Fanduel. He's just a matchup disaster for everybody. Um, forget the wide receivers, sorry, and Ruggs is hurt. Uh, so, you know, he's not 100%. Jacobs is always a, a good investment. I always feel good about the floor and the ceiling of Jacobs. So if you want to start him at 73 on DK or 83 on Fanduel, I got no problem with that. For me, it's Jacobs, it's Waller. That's all I got for the Raiders. I'm not seeing anything else that I feel very comfortable with at all. Not in DFS. Sorry. Yeah, really. And really, uh, it boils down to probably just Waller in this game because I like Jacobs, but there's better buys at his cost. There so is. Uh, I, I'm not I'm not going to invest in him this week. So uh, if I am going a little pricier on my uh, tight ends, uh, you know, I think Waller had 16 targets this week against the Saints. So I, I'll go right back to the well. If, if I'm not going to go cheap, on my tight ends, I think would be my play this week. Well, I love Cam Newton this week on FanDuel. He's 7,700. Give me all the Cam Newton. He looks so good in that game against Seattle. He's going to go back home. Ton of confidence. Spreading the ball around. Demir Bird was catching balls. Nikhil Harry was catching balls. Julian Edelman had almost 200 yards receiving. And this was with no running game. Exhausted. What's that? He was like, Edelman looked exhausted. He was like, you can't keep throwing me the ball. I'm tired. Like well, that was nobody a look else. on his face. Nobody else could catch it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, so. there's no there's no other playmaker. I mean, he's the closest <laughs> thing they have. I hope yeah. Nikhil Harry continues to build on what's going on there because the targets are going his way, and that's good. I don't know if it's investable good yet, so I'm going to, once again, despite the huge game for Edelman, if you want to go in with the floor of Edelman on cash, it's 62 uh, on DK, 65 on Fandle. It's not bad. It's not terrible. You know, especially like in the full-point PPR, it's going to be solid. But I'm still yeah. okay with just Cam Newton, too, just by himself. I like that buy. No, no, I, I like that buy. There are some other cheaper buys that I like this week that we'll get to, but I, I do. I like the Edelman buy this week for sure. All right, so let's go on to the Giants uh, hosting the San Francisco 49ers who, uh, <laughs> you know that song, I Left My Heart in San Francisco? They, they left all their <laughs> defensive players in, in New Jersey. Like, this is what's going on. Like, they're just going to be leaving New Jersey with none of their team. This is just terrible. It's like the worst two weeks in New Jersey since like, you know, you rather lose, <laughs> would you rather lose all that stuff that uh, the Niners lost or just lose Saquon Barkley? If you're the, the giant, you know, uh, I think I'd rather lose everything that San Francisco lost. Probably, probably. Well, look, let's, let's just get this out of the way. I mean, just because they lost all that stuff, the 49ers can still, I think, stick it to the giants pretty well. I think Evan Ingram will yeah. see some more targets here, especially with Shepard out. Uh, Slayton is still a decent buy 55 for him on FanDuel 49 on DK Ingram is 5k on DK 5,900 on FanDuel. But outside of that, man, it is, it's tough. Like, and I like Daniel Jones. Yeah. Slayton. I'm good with, I'm good with Slayton behind a little bit. Dude's going to get a million targets. Uh, No Sterling Shepard this week. No Saquon Barkley this week. They signed Freeman, but I doubt he's going to play. So uh, it's going to be golden Tate. It's going to be Evan Ingram. It's going to be Slayton and Danny dimes and, 
uh, they're going to be playing from behind, I think. So, uh, Do you get Sherman I, on Tate or Sherman on Slate? doesn't matter. Sherman is a uh, ghost of his former self. Well, that's so, why so. I want to know, because if he's on Slate, that's where I want to <laughs> Well, it doesn't go. matter because Mosley's just as miserable as Shepard. So, uh, that's a good point. Uh, good point. They're, they're not great in the secondary. And now that the, the line is is uh, banged up for them, too, it's still good. I mean, Eric Armstead, Javon Kinlar are still there, so it's still a really good line. Kerry Hyder's respectable. So they, they'll get to Danny Dimes. They will, but uh, it, it's not going to be what it was with Solomon Thomas and Nick Bosa in there. So uh, I, that's why, it, because if the line was healthy, I don't think I'd mess with any Giants. But uh, with the line being banged up, uh, now, I, Slayton I'm, and Ingram I'm are good investments Slayton. on the, on yeah. their own. I, I got no problem with that. Um, Nick Mullins is going to be starting for the 49ers, who's not terrible. Um, Jarek McKinnon and Jeff Wilson, if you want to get involved with that, okay. I mean, I think Jeffrey Wilson is capable of falling in the end zone for 5,200 yep. on FanDuel. Yeah. So there's worse plays than that. He's 4K on DK. I don't love it as much on DK. On FanDuel, I always favor the touchdown. DK, I always favor the the, the targets. That's just the this where we're going here. So McKinnon's the better investment on DK, and he's just forty nine. So that's he's not expensive either. But that's all I got here. Uh, Kendrick Bourne's good for a one off, but I don't want to take that shot here. And and I have and I'm I have faith in Mullins. You know, and we'll see if and Kittle's coming back from the injury. I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan Reed had another good game. But I, I I don't know. I just can't do it. I, there's always that risk of him getting hurt in the middle of a game. He's Jordan Reed, for God's sake. Well, yeah, and, you know, if Kittle plays, even if he's a decoy, Reed isn't going to get much, and he's not going to get those end zone targets either. They'll go back to Kittle for that or to Jeff Wilson, you know, if you're going to give him the helmet. Uh, you know, get him those goal line carries. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to mess with the Niners. No, thank you. You know what I want to mess with? Lots of Bengals. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm excited about this one. Philadelphia Eagles versus the Cincinnati Bengals. This is the one I've been waiting for. So many buys in this game, Joe. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about a Bengals <laughs> versus Eagles game. I couldn't believe it. On, on Tuesday when I started looking at the, the pricing in the slates, like, oh, my God, this is great. I love this guy and this guy, and I want this one and that one. So let's just it's start. It's like the first time you're a kid and you walk into a candy store. Oh, it's 100%. Like, I want everything here. It's 100%. It's, it's definitely it. It's, it's, it's exactly the equivalent. Or, or, or the 18-year-old in the strip club. It's the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I can't go. Uh, you know, we, I, took, I took the Welsh for his uh, you know, bachelor party, and I was like, we got to get the hell out of here. <laughs> what, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm going to give away all my money. All I'm my money. Gotta, take all, my, all right. So Joe Burrow is going to take all my money. 62 for him on DK, 74 on FanDuel. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, now, he, look, and he's not even the best quarterback playing this game. No, no, no. He might not be. But here's the thing. I like Cam Newton more for $300 because I, I think, again, Cam Newton is the focal point of the offense and his touchdown equity is so huge right now. I mean, almost every touchdown in some way goes to Cam Newton. So you have to understand that like for $300 more in FanDuel, I think Newton is the better buy, but on DK Burrow's the better buy than Cam Newton. So that's, I want to just put that out there between the two of them. Joe mix. Like FanDuel, you just have to pay up for your QB, right? You just, because they're all expensive anyway. You, well, you they, they are. Pay. I don't like punting. See, this is the thing. Like I, I like the, the, the sweet spot for quarterback. And we talked about this last year on the podcast too, is, Somebody, I forget who it was, and I'll try. I've been trying to look for it. I can't find it, but somebody did the average salary at each position in the Millionaire Maker winner, mm-hmm. and it was fascinating because the average salary of the quarterback was somewhere around like seventy-seven or something like that. And it's funny that's like exactly what Cam Newton is, right? Yeah. Like that's the sweet spot, and then there's the sweet spot for the RB one, which is like eighty-two, and then the RB two, which is something like sixty-nine, and then the, and it went down the board like that, and it was very funny because what it looked like, ironically, is a team that you would draft, you know, where it had a clear quarterback, RB one, RB two, wide receiver one, wide receiver. It had that kind of feel to it, and it was the same thing on DK, and it was a fascinating little case study that the person put together. And you know what? We started building lineups based off that last year and had a lot of success. And I started and I forgot about it week one. And the last week I started doing it again. And, you know, it was even better than the week one. So um, so mixing a 59 on DK, uh, 7K on FanDuel. He's in play this week. Tyler Boyd, 59 on FanDuel, 58 on um, 59 on DK, 58 on FanDuel. He's a good buy. And look. AJ Green's basically the same price. So if you want to just differentiate, if you're doing multi-entry and you've got shares of this game and you want to get different, AJ Green has 22 targets in two games. I know he has got like negative three catches. He got hurt in the first play of the game I last know. week too. Listen, so like, listen. 
he the looked dude washed. Is gonna, it's gonna work. It's gonna right. work. Just yeah, give it yeah. Time. I'm I'm a hundred percent with you. Like he got he he laid out for that ball, didn't get it. I mean, they called it a catch and reversed the, the call, but he landed on the ball. Looked like he might have broke his ribs, like game one or play one of that game, and then he didn't look the same the rest of the game. The extra rest because that was Thursday night football. Green is a decent buy, as, as much crap as people want to give him. And Drew Sample is my favorite tight end buy uh, this week too, Joe, because CJ oh, Uzama tore his Achilles, and they're going to have to throw the ball to catch up because their defense is horrific. Horrific. It is it's so bad. It makes Sample, Atlanta look good. Listen, Sample's 3,500 on DK. Just lock that in. 48. Now, here's in. the thing. Here's the thing. He is 48 on, on FanDuel, and there's guys like Johnny Smith, and and guys like Schultz who are in that same universe. Now on DK, I love it. Forget it. DK, he's my lock guy at tight end because he looks so good in that game. And if it fails, it fails. I will go down with the ship and I'm perfectly fine with it. But I know good when I see good. And those two guys look really good together. They seem comfortable. They seem in lockstep. And he seems to want to favor the tight end. And let me tell you, all the Bengals this week, man, I'm so glad that you're as excited about it as I am because I am all in. Uh, now I wasn't I, before the season started. I, I got well, a couple questions about Drew Sample. I'm like, he's the blocking tight end. Uzama's going to catch the ball. He's going to block. Uh, I'm not into him, but Uzama's that's what I hear about Schultz. And I'm like, well, if he's good at blocking, that means he's on the field more for more snaps. Yeah. He can catch the ball more. This is a good thing. This is positive. Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld here with us. What's so. going on with the snap count? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> you had all these snaps going to the tight end. And now he's the tight end. Why wouldn't you go with him? It makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, Miles Sanders, I like in this game a lot too. Oh, do I like Miles Sanders in this game? 64 on DK, 74 on FanDuel. Miles Sanders is one of the best priced running backs this week. I understand he fumbled out of the gate, whatever. He hadn't played at all. Give me Miles Sanders. Now, the rest he, he you have had, to convince me on. Because yeah, I, he I had all the snaps too. Right, he had all the snaps. Right. For so, Doug Peterson offense. So, right. Uh, him and Carson Wentz is an auto buy to me this week, almost in in both. I would, you know, I know thing. Cam Newton's your guy. He's, he's seventy six. I'm gonna go. Cam I'm Newton's gonna go with Carson. He's a better buy on DK. But, but Joe Burrow's seventy four. He's two hundred dollars cheaper than Wentz, and he's gonna he's gonna run around and run him off. I would rather go Wentz. Wentz is look. He's had two bad games in a row. He's looking to have a good game, and I I think this is going to grow hair more. back on my head. Doesn't make it so. <laughs> yeah, but uh did you watch the Bengals defense? They oh, I watched every snap of that game in all of its glory, and I loved it. I was just chuckling. I was chuckling the whole game, like this is so fun to watch. Oh, I love Joe Burrow. And you know what I came away thinking was man, those Chargers really are good because this kid's running amok. And then they yeah. went and they basically, you know, took it to Patrick Mahomes for four quarters, too. That right, Chargers right. D. I got a lot of respect for them. You have a little Strong. bit more. Two weeks into the season, you know, the first week you go, oh, you know, Joe Burrow's first game is not going to be very good. No, no, no. He's going to be great. Chargers defense is really good. That's the big takeaway here. Um, All right. So you like Wentz. I like Sanders. Anything else for you in this one? DJX. I mean, Rager's down with the the thumb surgery that that he needs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, DJX is the only guy with consistent snaps uh, at wide receiver. I mean, we still love Ertz and we still Goddard is a decent buy but there are cheaper tight ends that I would rather have. So, you know what I understand? Why do people ask me questions on Twitter? And it was like the middle of the show, but like I'm reading this and like people <laughs> ask me my opinion on something with, they give me all the facts. I they give them my opinion. And then they say, are you sure? No, yeah. no, I'm not. I do this. Well, for if a you have it, and not. if you have it figured out, then why are you asking? Yeah. You know, it's like, if it, you it, have all these facts and opinions and you're really why, leaning why, one why way, you? you don't need my help. So yeah, I'm with I don't care. I, why, why do you ask me the questions? Oh, you right. really think about that? No, I don't. I lied to you. I took <laughs> I took two minutes to read your your stupid Twitter yeah, thing. Hey, lol. Just kidding. You're right. I'm just wrong. kidding. You're right. I'm dumb. I, why why would I why would I say something like that? What do you think? It's like, do you just want me to tell you what you want to hear? <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, that was a little mini rant there in the middle of the show. I hope you enjoyed it. This is why we get five stars because there's no other show going to keep it. There's no other show in DFS that you're going to laugh and get good information. I'm telling you, they're all boring AF. All right, let's continue. <laughs> Deshaun Watson and the uh, Houston Texans. Boy, they, these guys can't get your break. You open up against Kansas City, and then you then you go home and you have to play Baltimore, and now you got to go on the road to play Pittsburgh. Uh, Watson by himself. I mean, yeah. I can't do it this week. 
Um, I'll tell you what, starting in a couple weeks, though, I'm going to be on the David Johnson wagon, but not yet. I'm fading the Texans. I don't even want to talk about him. You're going to want to talk about Aikens, though, I bet. Well, Aikens has looked good, but I'm not starting. I don't want to start any anyone with that bad offensive line against Pittsburgh, so no thanks. Yeah, um, Pass on the Texans overall this week. Okay, and I, I know we're going to differ here, I, and I understand you're afraid, and I think part of it is because you're a Steeler fan, and that's fair. You've earned this fear. I like Connor this week. No, no, no. Connor is automatic. Every lineup, he's going to be my touchdown pick this week, Joe. Uh, Connor is the guy. 50 snaps to to 16 for yeah, Benny Snell. That you were like, eh, I don't know. Okay. What happened? But, but he was banged up going into the game. And they said before the no, game. No, no, on they, Tuesday on the recap, I was like, I love Connor this week. You're like, ugh. You, you, made, well, a, you made a noise. <laughs> okay, but uh, I didn't see the snap breakdown at that point. And the oh, snap well, breakdown was look at the breakdown. 50 for Connor, 16 for Snell. And I watched the game. I thought Snell was in there for more. I thought Samuels got a little more, but they said they're going to split him up. They're not splitting him up. And you look at what Houston did week one against, they let Clyde Edwards Alaire run all over him. And last week it wasn't one guy, but Ingram had 55. Um, you know, uh, Jackson had a little bit. Uh, I think Gus Edwards had 75. J.K. Dobbins only had three touches, and he had yeah, over uh, and Mark Ingram yards. run over this team last week. Right. So, so, yeah. so Connor getting all of those touches, I'm going back to the well. And, and yeah, let, let's go with Connor right. while he's healthy right now. Yeah, I agree. And, look, at any given time, it could crap out. Um, I also like Mixon a lot this week, too. I feel like he's just due. He's actually run very well. He just hasn't gotten any luck, and he should have gotten that touchdown last week, but he didn't. He lost it to Gio Bernard at the goal line, which was a travesty because yeah. he did all the work on that drive. Uh, 67 for Connor on DK, 71 on FanDuel. Juju is 66 on DK, 7K on FanDuel. Deontay, 54. Oh, that looks so good on DK in the full PPR. <laughs> when are they going to catch up to this? They haven't yet. He's just 54. Yes, gimme, gimme, gimme. I want it all. And 63 on FanDuel is not terrible either. So uh, I'm okay with the whole stack. If you want to, you know, you, you just get Connor and Juju, you can get Connor and Deontay. If you want to have Big Ben, it's fine. There's just, I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't go with the Ben Roethlisberger route this week. I just wouldn't because the guys like no, Burrow and, Cam and, and all, all the guys in that same price, Wentz, are all, I think, higher upside. But I love the rest of the Steelers' offense this week. Yeah, I think if they get up too, it could be. I, I'm a little more leery on. I mean, the wide receivers are still amazing. So if you want to start them, I'm not going to sit here and tell you not to. But I think if they do get up, I think we will see Connor and Snell. But we're going to see so much of both of them, it won't really matter. So all right, let's go with the Jets and whatever's left of them. Uh, I know you're going to you say don't want skip. any Jets. Rinse, you repeat. Don't want any jets. So let's 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 almost skip this. I think you do want Indianapolis defense. I think we can agree on that. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Jets on the road with no run game. Now the Jets were curiously good against the run last year. Um, kind of tough to gauge this year because everything's been so weird. And it's a short sample size. But do you like Taylor in this game? But I do. my problem is yeah. he's in that same vein as like same pricing as guys like Connor, who I like way more. Yeah, but I like him. Uh, if you have two running backs you like, why not flex Taylor? I like Taylor. As, as a flex this week too so uh he he's definitely going to be in a lot of my lineups this week for sure uh, they, they're just going to run rampant over the jets that the one thing the only thing i worry about with the colts at all is the just huge discrepancy in switching off of naheem hines uh from week one to week two are they going to go back to naheem yeah, hines like, is he gonna get zero points <laughs> yeah and snaps too i think he had like yeah. six or seven snaps this week so um, are, are they and just no injury team ahead with Taylor like or hurt. not? It's not like it came out after and he was hurt. No, so no I don't know. No, nobody's hurt. Weird. He's fine. So it's just weird that they went straight to Taylor. But I mean, we saw most hurt, uh, torch the jets for 80 and, uh, Taylor is one of the faster backs that you'll see even for a big guy. So, uh, if you get him in space, just a little teeny sliver of light, he's going to take it. So yeah, I think Taylor is a real good start this week. Don't want right. to mess with the whiteouts, though. No, thanks. No, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right. It's going to be Justin Herbert again. Um, so because Tyrod Taylor is not going to play this week. And we'll see now there's a little bit more film on him, how he does. But I got to tell you, against Carolina, I don't know if it's going to matter because Carolina's <laughs> yeah. defense is not very good. Um, that doesn't mean I want to start Herbert, but I definitely like Eckler this week. 6,800 for him on DK is a fantastic play. Yep. 75 on FanDuel. Got to pay for it, but it's not bad. Uh, Joshua Kelly at 5K is really good on DK, and that's a guy I think is going to score a touchdown this week. So that he he reeks of like you know 
you know, somewhere around like one like ten carries for his like sixty six yards at a touchdown or something like this. Just right, feels like right. that's like the line for him in this game. Uh, he's fifty nine on Fanduel. Uh, that's where I'm going. I'm gonna stay away from the wide receivers and whatnot. Even though you could go there, I'm just not. I just don't trust rookie quarterbacks that much. They, not like not Joe Burrow at least. That's right. They flipped from week one to week two. You know, uh, Mike Williams barely played or barely was able to play in week one. Like, you know, he was a game time decision, then had an amazing week. And uh, then in week two, he was perfectly fine against a bad charger or a chiefs D and didn't do anything. Everything was to Keenan Allen. So uh, I'm with you on avoiding those wideouts. but uh, Austin Eckler is all the guys that I was saying, I don't want to buy him because there's a guy in his price range. It's because Austin Eckler was in their price range. So that is absolutely the buy for me. And I think, you know, uh, just Anthony Lynn is going to learn. It's one of those things like with uh, everyone doubting Christian McCaffrey and all him giving him all those touches is, do you want to win the game? Then you give the ball to your best playmaker, and he is your best playmaker. So I just think his touches is going to go up and up and up. So Eckler, for me, easy this week against this terrible Carolina defense. Yeah, and as far as, you know, Carolina, we've taken shots. And, you know, Robbie Anderson's been pretty good, get a ton of targets and all that. But let me tell you, no CMC. Uh, this defense is really good. This Charger defense is excellent. I love the Charger D at 5K. I'll, I'll take them. Yeah, you know, like a, I'll pay up for them. They're 36 on on uh, DK. Okay, <laughs> you know, like in cash, I think you're going to see the Chargers defense come away with some turnovers. And they're going to have a ton of sacks. Um, and look, you know, I'm I'm sorry. No, I love DJ Moore as a talent. Everybody knows that I'm a, the biggest DJ Moore mark there is, except maybe Bogman's bigger than me. That's the only <laughs> other one. Like seriously, you and I. You know, last year, it's funny because last year it was what? Godwin, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton. And yeah. this year, who are our three guys? Calvin Ridley, Deontay Johnson, and DK Metcalf, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, it's like if you follow us in the Black Book stuff, when we talk about wide receivers, man, we've been gold <laughs> the last two years. We've been, <laughs> I was even, Sutton again, unfortunately, blood. Is yeah, but you, you know. got to let that go. That was last year. Yeah, you know, yeah. You move on. Move. I know you tried to go back to the well. You got to move on. You're right. Yeah. You, you, you move on to the next guy. Any anything for you for the Carolina Panthers? Because I'm out. No, I mean, if you wanted to say they're going to be way down and take a shot on Robbie Anderson getting a bunch of targets again or DJ Moore, I don't hate that play, but it's not what I'm making. All right, so Jeff Driscoll is going to lead the Denver Broncos against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Denver's always a tough place to play. Brady doesn't usually play well there, and he hasn't played all that well to begin with. Noah Fant at 54 on DK and 58 at FanDuel is a decent play. Look, I know there's going to be a lot of narrative out there for Deshaun Hamilton. There's going to be a narrative out there for, you know, KJ Hamler playing. I was like, no, no, I would rather go with Hamler. If you're taking a swing because he is bottom of the barrel and free square. Okay. But still, yeah, well, he had more snaps than Hamilton, by the way. So, uh, and so Hamilton is nothing to me. Jerry Judy went out. So uh, Pat in, in Hamler looked better than, than Melvin Pat Gordon. That run defense of the box is, is formidable. So I don't want anything to do with Melvin Gordon this week. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I'm going to pass on him too. So bigger question is what do we do with Fournette, our boy? Cause he's back, but I don't love this matchup against Denver. It's a little bit of a slog. They always like, you know, they just don't give you a the lot price of time. Isn't good enough either. So uh, 62 pass. on DK 64 and FanDuel. It's, it's not enough for me either. I hope he's great, yeah. but I feel like it's another week where I just can't do it. Unfortunately. In fact, this whole game, I mean, you can take the shot on Mike Evans. Like I, I got no problem with that. Mike Evans is probably good for a touchdown this game, but outside of that, man, good this win. game is a you big know, uh, Godwin's in there as well. So I'm, I'm okay with, I'm okay with Godwin um, and, and Evans, but I don't really want to mess anything else in this game. Really? No, thanks. All right, Kyler Murray's been fantastic, and he's got Detroit this week. They're uh, at home against uh, the Lions. Kyler Murray's at 68 on DK, 84 on FanDuel. you got to pay for him. The price has really jumped in two weeks, and rightfully so. I mean, that's where it should have been to begin with, but you take advantage while it's there. DeAndre Hopkins, look, this is a very safe cash game pairing, in my opinion. You want to put him and Hopkins together? There's a lot of value on the board. We just pointed out at tight end. We pointed out at running back. We pointed out at wide receiver. You can make this work without a doubt. I mean, it's not that hard. And, you know, the floor is going to be very high. And considering the lack of big playmaker options this week or opportunities in the matchup, we've kind of gone through. And, you know, of all the games, we got really excited about one or two. We're going to get excited about the next one, the last one. But outside of that, not a whole lot. So the kind of Murray thing is not a bad idea this week. It's really not, especially in cash. 
I like Larry too, especially for DK, uh, uh, 4,600. Uh, that's, that's a nice buy because Kirk's a little roughed up. And even if he wasn't, uh, Larry outperformed him seven catches. I mean, you know, his, his speed is super low. Uh, he's not going to burn anybody, but he will finesse a, uh, a corner out of their shoes. And if they put the rookie in his first start, Akuda on him, I, I, I don't like that for him. So I'll go, I'll go with Larry. So, uh, I like him as a cheap swing as well. All right. Anything uh, over on the other side for the Detroit Lions? Because I got nothing. I don't I mean, want to buy any of the White House because Galladay is going to play. So I don't want to. I don't want to screw with that at all. Um, well, is, is Galladay going to play? Do we have a definitive? He, I heard- he practiced. I think you know. You get in one practice. I think you're you're probably good to go. As I heard far it was as like Galladay a half that practice. He really didn't do anything. So I don't. As know long as he doesn't have that same doctor that Tyrod Taylor has, I think he'll be fine. So I think he'll Edward play. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is uh, I was telling the Welsh, do you remember? Uh, it might have been Steelers and Patriots uh, a couple years back, or a couple years back, twenty years back. I think Mike Vrabel was on the Steelers at this point. Uh, that's how far uh, it was. But um, when they gave, remember when they gave Bettis an injection and it hit his nerve and made his whole leg numb, so they had to go oh, yeah. do Steel Staley in that playoff game yeah. like that. That's what it reminded me of, and that happened whatever twenty years ago. So uh, yeah, I, Galladay is okay. But because he's going to play, I don't want anybody else in the receiving core because I think they're going to go as soon as he gets on the field, it's going to be Galladay, 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 Galladay. Uh, but I don't know how effective he's going to be. So um, I, I don't. This is a nice matchup too. So it's tough to say I don't like these guys. You know, Marvin Jones has a decent price, uh, and Cephas is unbelievably cheap. So you know, if we find out that Galladay isn't going to play or tweaks himself in practice or something, then I'll go back to well, maybe Marvin Jones. But I don't want to mess with this uh, Lions team outside of that. No, me neither. All right, last year, but certainly not least, Seattle. Woo-wee against Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Oh, Dak Prescott, sure. Why not? 72 on DK, 85 on FanDuel, Zeke Elliott. Super expensive. I mean, on, on FanDuel, it's doable on FanDuel because, once again, there's so much value at tight end and wide receiver three on FanDuel. You can make it work. Uh, if you want to get you know Jeffrey Wilson with Ezekiel Elliott, there's your counteraction right there where everything just gets uh, marginalized and then you can make the rest of the lineup work pretty well. You could probably get Connor in there and a couple of their decent mid-six level wide receivers without a problem. Um, Cooper's in play. CeeDee Lamb's in play. 54. Boy, I got CeeDee Lamb in almost every league. Everything. Everything. And- and I got to tell you, man, I have gotten every trade offer I get in, in, so far in the last two days. I've got a ton of them. Every single one of them CD Lab. And I'm like, no, I'm good. You must have I read like, the black book, Joe. I so. guess so. I guess they didn't <laughs> read it hard enough, though, because I got them all. <laughs> so 54 on DK is a fantastic value for him. 56, also good. Schultz is 45 on DK. Good spot there. Now he's 49, so he's more expensive this week. Is that Cowboys premium you get in a weird yep. ways? You get the Cowboys premium on Schultz on FanDuel. Meanwhile, you can get Jonu Smith for like the same, basically. And I, I, I'll take Jonu Smith over Schultz, just just from I'll where he would be in the pecking order. Give me, uh, still give me Drew Sample on everything. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I think I'm, I'm Lamb. I'm, I'm taking Dak. Uh, you can anyone. You can take Zeke any single week oh, you want. Game this is this is the obligatory. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna game stack this game. Both of them. Yeah, Wilson's okay. been terrific. Uh, Carson's been good. I mean, Wilson's price is, is okay. I mean, 87 for him on FanDuel. It's obviously on top of the board. Uh, 73 on DK, no doubt about that. But once again, we point out a ton of value on DK. We get away with it. Carson's at 66 and 77. Uh, DK's at 65 on both. Uh, 64 and 68 for Lockett. So, I mean, look, the, and even David Moore, another guy who's getting a ton of targets. He's just 36 on DK. If you want to get involved with Russell Wilson, David Moore is where you start because automatically you've just pulled everything else down and you can go get stuff on the Cowboys side of this game. You can get Zeke, you can get David Moore, Russell Wilson, and then fill in however you want and game stack this game if you want. Yeah, I I love the locket buy. I love the Metcalf buy. Um, you know, I'm not really sold on Moore. Uh, Carson hasn't. He, he's been doing it through the air. He was okay on the ground last week. I, I'm. I'm a little worried about this. Let Russ cook. They may just let him throw the ball every single game until, you know, they decide he's taking too many shots or whatever. So uh, they're not relying on the run game like they used to uh, yet. So uh, I don't think I'm going to buy Carson, but uh, DK Lockett, 
uh, you know, and, and Russell are buys every single week. All right, boys and girls, it's that time again. It's time for us to find the end zone. So Bogman and I are each going to pick a wide receiver and a tight end who's going to score this week. And if you find this segment and follow us over on Twitter at the Line Star app on Twitter and Line Star NFL, you retweet, you like the segment, you can get involved in this and one of us will be your champion. We will play for you to win free stuff. So Bogman, I know you already said you're running back, but why don't you say it again nice and loud for everybody to hear who's your running back who's going to score in our touchdown offensive. James Conner for the Pittsburgh Steelers, my man. I love James Conner. Love watching him play. He's getting all the run right now. He's still healthy this second. So James Conner gets in the end zone against the Texans. All right. I'm going to go with Miles Sanders against the Cincinnati Bengals. Why? Because the Bengals defense is terrible. Oh, my God. Are they pitiful? Pitiful, horrible, terrible, no good. And uh, and I love it because it makes me love everything going on with the Bengals in this game. So give me Miles Sanders. You've got Connor. Where are you going for the wide receiver touchdown this week? I'm going to go out a little more on a limb on this one, and I'm going to go with Tyler Boyd uh, for the Bengals against those Eagles. I think they're going to have to play catch up. I think he gets a lot of targets. I think they're going to be some in the end zone. So give me Tyler Boyd to score this week. Give me the man child, DK Metcalf. He's a matchup disaster. Nobody can guard this guy. Not even Stefan Gilmore. Man, that was an impressive touchdown on Sunday night. I don't think the, I don't think the Cowboys have an answer for DK Metcalf. So there you go. There's your running backs, your wide receivers. They're going to find the end zone this week. Again, go over to Twitter at LineStar app and go tweet this segment out. Retweet it, like it, and one of you will get a chance to play along with one of us for some free merch. Everybody loves free stuff. Everybody loves merch. Okay, that'll do it for us. Make sure you go get that LineStar app and upgrade to the premium product. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at LineStar NFL, at LineStar app, at Joe Pisa Pia 17, and at Bogman Sports. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except step out of the huddle and set down win. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pisa Pia and Scott Bogman.